Hello and welcome to Tomlin's Harmonica Podcast, where I'll be hanging out with players and teachers and having conversations loosely based around harmonica. This week's podcast is part of a series where I'll be interviewing beginners rather than pros. Today's guest is Peter, who started playing a few months ago at the start of lockdown and is already getting over some big hurdles in his playing. Okay, so Peter, thank you so much for agreeing to to do this. Uh, before we get started with uh, harmonicary questions, we just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what you do. Oh, sure. Well, um, well, I'm Peter. I'm from uh, Perth in Western Australia. Uh, that's probably the most isolated capital city in the world. I think we're renowned for that. Um, my regular daytime job is uh, is as a pharmacist. I um, and a few pharmacies in uh, country Western Australia in Collie. It's about 200 uh, kilometres from the capital city here. Very so, cool. Uh, nice. And uh, what, what, what brought you to, to harmonica? Why, why did you choose to, to start learning harmonica? It's a long and convoluted story, so I'll tell you how it went. <laughs> um, uh, my wife is a, a taiko drum player. And uh, we got invited along uh, to a gig where um, some of her friends were playing. Um, so there's uh, some taiko drummers, um, uh, a blues guitarist, uh, a Japanese flutist, and a didgeridoo player. And, uh, and a Slavic singer who was singing in a made-up language. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's not the sort of concert I usually go to, but... Uh, it, it turned out to be very, very interesting and entertaining. I had a front row seat and I was really enjoying it. And while I was watching it, my mind sort of wandered a little bit. Um, so what they were doing is uh, they were taking turns leading the performance and they were all sort of riffing off each other. And I thought that was really amazing considering all these instruments, you never usually see them together. Mm-hmm. And I thought, Gee, what could I play uh, and get into this kind of a scene um, because I couldn't imagine myself doing it with a stringed instrument. And I, I sat there and I thought, a harmonica, that's where I need to go. So I, I did my research uh, from then, um, looking at a way to go that I could get involved in some sort of improvisational music, which is what I wanted to do. That's very cool. So, so- <laughs> Uh, that, that was kind of that was an interesting choice because I, I think a lot of people come to harmonica because they they spe- they're specifically into harmonica music. So they're kind of generally two strands: either they're Bob Dylan, Neil Young fans, or they're blues fans, and that's mm-hmm. that's why they've started playing. So it's interesting to hear that it was kind of the practicality of the instrument as much as anything else that that led to picking it up. For sure, yeah, that's brilliant. And uh, how long have you been playing for? Well, um, I started playing in, in March um, uh, in concert with the time that uh, things started to shut down for COVID. Um, all of my usual evening activities have been closed off. The gym was closed. Um, my martial arts dojos were closed. There was really nothing for me to do. And uh, I was sitting here thinking, I'm going to waste my time watching Netflix and playing computer games. I'm going to try to make something useful out of this time I've got on my hands. Uh, and so uh, that's what got me into this. I mean, I have got other musical instruments, but I, I kind of got bored with them or wasn't really particularly progressing with them. So uh-huh. I wanted to have a good crack at the harmonica and, and be, be stuck with it for the length of time that we were stuck with COVID. And see how <laughs> so, so do you think you'll, you'll carry on after, after lockdown ends and everything's opened up again? 
well, this instrument's uh, turning out differently to all my other attempts at music um, because I actually have them always sitting with me here on the side of the desk. I can pick it up every five minutes when I'm at my computer and have a little play on it. It's not too hard to get out. It's very easy to play. And it's still captured my interest every day mm-hmm. since I've started where nothing else has done that. So I'm, I'm pretty certain this one's going to be with me for a very long time. That's really cool. Um, I, I'm I'm always interested about the 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 instruments that people play before they play harmonica. Because uh, e- even talking to uh, all the pros I've been talking to for the podcast, very few of them started with harmonica. They started with and I, I'm doing air quotes a serious yeah. instrument. Uh, and obviously, harmonica is a serious instrument. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. But a lot of people don't know that at the beginning. Uh, so I, I'm interested in, in what the journey was before harmonica. What what other instruments did you play? <laughs> Right, well, no serious instruments. No. <laughs> I, started, I started off with a, a banjo and because uh, I particularly like the sound of uh, country music after, uh, oh, what was it I'd seen? Uh, oh, Brother, Where Art Now? I thought, oh, I've yeah. got to get into this old timey music. And I thought, I'll get a banjo. It's got less strings than a guitar. It can't be that hard. Uh, never. Re- <laughs> it was bloody hard. <laughs> <laughs> So after that, um, I thought I'd toned it down even more and, and got a ukulele because that has only four strings. And, uh, you know, that's, that's <laughs> I'm a lazy player. Aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I started playing that, but uh, I had trouble with the fingers on the small, uh, on the small fretboard. And I could, I could tell that it was going to be frustrating me for life if I carried on down that path. And I can, I can play with it for a little bit, but um, yeah. It keeps going back in the gig bag, unfortunately. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and that's, that's my musical instrument progression. I have had a bit of a bang on the taiko drums with my wife, um, but I, I'm not really musical with those. But uh, That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's drum fair. Is, I think you, you're either good at or you, you're not. <laughs> I, I, I like that you've had the the kind of progressively smaller instruments until you, you get yeah. to, to harmonica. That's that's brilliant. Um, so I mean, you are you are so fresh. You've started in in March, which is uh, is really really cool. Uh, what's been the biggest struggle so far? I I think um, the struggles keep coming. So, uh, <laughs> When I picked up the harmonica for the first time, and I, I had a bit of a blow on it. I was like, gee, I'm getting a really big sound off this thing. And I, I didn't realize it was going to be quite so powerful as it was. Mm-hmm. So I had a play from a, a few um, tabs that I, that I picked up and I thought, oh, yeah, I can do this. It's not particularly difficult. But it, I then worked out that I wasn't actually blowing clear notes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I worked out that I needed to do that. And that was my first particular challenge. That was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. But... I've got past that now. Currently, um, I, I feel like I need to work on bending, which is mm-hmm. where I'm up to with your course. That was my biggest uh, struggle. It, I think it probably took me two or three weeks before I got a bend that I recognised as a as a bend, and it caught me by quite quite a surprise when it happened. That uh, I thought I did it. How did I do it? <laughs> <laughs> Next couple of hours struggling trying to pick it up again. But thankfully now I can I can pick up the harmonica and get a four draw bend relatively easily. Well, it, it happens. I can do it now without thinking. Yeah. So that, that was my biggest challenge today, getting that first first bend. But that, that that's brilliant, and and it's I think it's it's really useful for people to hear that that you hit it and then and then you weren't sure really 
how or what what happened and then it was a case of trying to find it again um, i just recognized that and that was <laughs> it was really great when it happened you don't get those experiences again i suppose <laughs> no i mean it, it is super exciting and you you will you will get there there are, there are some other big breakthrough moments i think that you'll 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 hit and think wow this is this is awesome but, but yeah cl- clean notes and bending um, I, I like what you said uh, about the clean notes is that you, you kind of picked up the harmonica and you thought it sounded cool and didn't realize that you weren't playing clean notes. And that's something I see all the time because when people join the school, as you know, there's a kind of self-selection of what level you're at. And a lot of people will say that they're a little bit more advanced than they are and say, yeah, I can do clean notes. And then I'll hear recordings of them playing and I'll have to say, actually, you need to work on your clean notes. They're not as consistent as they could be. Um, so I, I think, yeah, dialing your ear in is quite quite an important thing. Um, how how do you find that? Do you, do you feel that your your ear was naturally musical, or are you having to work at it? Uh, well, I must have some uh, natural ability there, I think, because I'm I'm able to follow along the uh, the twelve bar blues progression quite easily. I can pick those up in songs that I'm listening to. Um, in the car and, and the tests that you've put out there uh, in the course. Uh, and as I said, I, I have been tinkering around with musical instruments for a while, so I kind of know what to expect and what some sounds will sound like. doesn't mean I can produce them. It's like I, I can tell what they should sound like in my head. Yeah. Getting the harmonica to comply with that is the hard part. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So has has any of this process been scary has, has has there been anything that you've thought this is overwhelming uh, to start learning an instrument no no not really not that's good for me it's yeah. um i look forward to to each new lesson that comes along and i try and get myself to the stage where i'm ready for it and even if i haven't quite got everything perfect i don't think you can ever really get everything perfect and you shouldn't really try and do that before you move on to the next and always keep challenging challenging yourself um but no nothing's been really scary i suppose the only thing that's worrying me is when i have to pick this thing up in front of a, a live audience and perform is probably mm-hmm. the only thing that's going to worry me but you know that'll be exciting too that that's the thing is i mean i think physiologically uh, excitement and uh, anxiety are pretty much the same thing. It's just how how mm-hmm. we frame it psychologically. Um, one thing that you're you're doing already, you're already posting recordings on the forum, so you're already playing for an audience. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that was that stressful at first? Look, some forums are a bit unfriendly, and you you'll put a a post up there, and all you'll get is criticism mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that's quite rife on Facebook and some sort of uh, internet forums but uh, your forum hasn't been like that it's been very sort of supportive uh, those people that do interact really have good advice and good things to say there's nothing negative that's come up so mm-hmm. um, I was a bit hesitant at first but when I'd seen um, what had happened to other people's posts I thought this is great I'm going to come along and do it too and uh, I've been getting some really useful feedback from people well, particularly yourself. Awesome. It must well, be quite a job to be giving feedback to hundreds of people all the time. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's kind of what what I enjoy doing. That's uh, I, I talk to other harmonica teachers about 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 it, and they they say exactly the same thing. Like, wow, how do you do it? But it's uh, it's a pleasure. It's especially a pleasure to watch someone over months and years and, and kind of see the progress. 
because um, mm. it, I think that, that that's the thing that that is quite difficult to convey when someone starts out on the instrument is that it is going to take a, a decent chunk of time to to mm. to get get anywhere with it, um, and I think. There, there was a great TED talk about the first 20 hours of any skill uh, where you kind of need to get 20 hours under your belt before you can start enjoying something. Um, it, you know, you're not going to be great after 20 hours, but it's also not this idea of 10,000 hours. Once you've got that that chunk of time that invested, you want to keep going. Do you think that rings true for you with the uh, harmonica? Oh yeah, for harmonica and pretty much all of the things that you, you try and attempt in life, yeah. enjoyable pursuits. Um, one of my other hobbies, as I might have said at the start there, is, is a martial arts. And it's a bit the same with that. You just, uh, once you get started and you get into it, you know there's a long pathway. And the pathway is what you have to enjoy. Mm-hmm. The end result is going to happen. It's yeah. the journey that's important. Yeah, so for sure. Same with harmonica. Yeah. Absolutely. So you, you said that, uh, you know, you, you came to harmonica because you wanted to be able to have an instrument that you could join in with other musicians. Now that you've mm-hmm. started learning harmonica and you, you're starting to learn a bit more about the whole thing, do you, do you have extra goals? Is there more that you want to do with it? Um, probably my, my five-year plan, I think, as I, as I set it out, is, is that I want to be able to play um, more just improvisation mm-hmm. as a solo harmonica plan. And I have to say your improvisation course that you've got out there has really helped put me on track with that because the questions that I've had that have popped up to myself have been answered in the course, and uh, I was quite surprised at that. I'm about midway through it now, and I think um, I've reached – my level of expertise with the course for the time being that I'm going to have to stay about week three for quite some time as the rest of my abilities crop up. Um, but, but yeah, that's my long-term goal. Um, short term now, I'm trying to get myself to the stage from being an outright beginner to getting ready to go to advanced beginner lessons. And for that, I think I need to be getting uh, clear notes and bends most of the time, maybe not all the time, but most of the time, and internalising some common riffs uh, that you might start to hear people playing. Um, Ear training too is something that I I want to be able to do, and I had a a bit of a sneak advanced look at the next part of my improv course, and that's in there as well. So um, I'm looking forward to getting involved with that. Um, Trying to, as you often say, feel a bit musical. I'm trying to feel more musical things that I'm doing and I might put on a, um, a blues track and try and mimic along rather badly with the harmonica trying to get the same sort of sound or the same sort of rhythm going along mm-hmm. that's for me and I, I enjoy working on on that and getting better with it is one of my goals and, and just to really work on my breathing and, and relaxing while I'm try, uh, playing I often run out of breath at the wrong sort of time and I think I need to get down to, under wraps so that's what I'm working on at the moment. They're my goals for now. Nice. I mean, that that is a, a serious chunk of goals. Um, but I, I like that you, you framed it as a, as a five-year plan um, rather than these are the things I want to achieve in the next six months because I, I think there's there's a, a decent chunk of stuff there. Um, the, the breathing thing is really interesting because I, I think that's the biggest struggle for 99% of, of people starting out on harmonica. There's a tendency to play too hard and not have enough breath as a consequence. 
Um, and so kind of learning how to relax with this thing uh, that's, it's it's exciting. Playing a musical instrument is exciting. So it's quite difficult to relax when you've got that that thing in your mouth and you think, yes, I'm making music. That automatically mm. makes you tense. And then there's the anxiety about wh- whether you're being musically valid. I think a lot of people struggle with that as well. So relaxation and, and working on breathing more and more gently through the instrument is, is huge. Um, mm. I'd say that's the most important thing to focus on. Um, I, I'm intrigued because because you know not not everyone that I'm interviewing on this is is a student of mine, but but you are. So I can ask you, uh, how how are you practicing? What's your uh, methodology? Right. Well, it's interesting. Um, I'm using uh, your course as like my basic framework, and uh, each month you'll have a, a lesson. Um, at the moment, it's twelve bar blues number nine, uh, where you've introduced. Um, a three-draw half-step bend on top of the, the four-draw bend. So what I try and do is I look for things uh, in my resources, in my books or uh, on the internet or um, whatever else might be out there that uh, are similar to what you're teaching and sort of uh, widen um, my playing a little bit along your framework, if that makes any sense. So I'm, I'm doing that at the same time and trying to get a few more things in. So I'll do that, and I'll also uh, play some, uh, I guess, simple folk or country uh, melodies uh, like uh, Red River Valley, uh, You Are My Sunshine, those sort of things, little ditties, uh, just to get my mouth used to playing clear notes and finding out what the notes uh, sound like on on uh, different key harmonicas. So that's uh, something I'm doing all the time. Um, and playing the scales, uh, just casually while it's in my right or my left hand just going up and down uh, and, and doing that uh, and now introduced uh, the um the blue scale in there as well trying to trying to get that going well nice. i think i might have jumped ahead of the course a little bit with that but i'm i quite enjoy the sound so i'm enjoying doing it mm-hmm. and uh, i think i'll stick with that as well so that's kind of how I'm, um i've got myself an amp too i'm you know all the gear and no idea, I suppose. Brilliant. <laughs> a little bit at the moment. But uh, I'm just, I pick that up occasionally, set it all up, and, and I'll have a little bit of a play because I, I want to keep all these things running together in parallel so that as I get better, just playing acoustically, it should be better uh, on the amp as well. Mm. At the moment, all I'm just playing is myself louder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting those, those skills. But but holding the microphone, and that's another skill in the Definitely, and I, I think you're doing everything right. It's 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 really easy as a teacher to be very strict and and say you have to work through this and you have to achieve this before you can move on to the next level. But the reality is that there's there's an element of that, but you also need to maintain your interest and your enjoyment. Uh, and I like that you. It sounds like you've introduced play as well as practice. And, and that's really important. You know, there's there's some hard work there, but there's also a bit of lightheartedness with playing with the amp. Um, and I'm glad that you realized that the acoustic tone and, and sound is what you get out of the amp. So the amp is only going to mm-hmm. make that louder. So if you have a great acoustic tone, you'll have great amplified tone, no problem. Uh, but if you don't have the great acoustic tone, then yeah, the, the amp's just going to make it louder. So that's that's a good realization. Exactly. Uh, so I was wondering, is because you know you're 
you're not necessarily the, the the person who's kind of listened to tons and tons of blues music over the years and decided to play harmonica because of that. Is there anyone that you've discovered uh, over the last few months that got you really excited? Any players? Um, probably the thing that I, I like to listen to most, and I'll, I'll put it on when I'm exercising in my gym, is a, uh, I like to listen to Magic Dick and, and the uh, Jay uh, Giles band uh-huh. and so I, I really uh, enjoy that music because I can I can have a hack of playing it as well which is which is part of that um, I, I can sort of do a little bit with Floyd's Hotel that, that kind of stuff very cool so that, that I've, I've really enjoyed and uh, and it's taking me down uh, some other uh, interesting pathways as well with um, new music that I can listen to um, I really like that that dirty sort of grungy uh, amp sound that you get with the Chicago blues. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been trying to find those wherever I, I can find them. Um, you know, uh, Little Walter and, and Sonny Boy, James Cotton, that sort of thing. Um, really quite enjoying that. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Um, cool. Well, before we, we call it a day, uh, I, I'd love to know if you have any questions that you want to ask me uh, while, while we're mm-hmm. on the line. I'm putting yeah. you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. Hmm. Well, where do you intend to, to take this next? I mean, uh, I've said that I have an interest in, in learning a little bit more about uh, and music. Do you think you might introduce uh, some uh, new lessons or um, modules around that sort of thing? What, what ideas do you have for the school where you might be going next? Well, I, I didn't quite hear. What, what kind of music? Uh, where, where do you think you'll be going uh, with the school next? What new modules do you think you'll be introducing? So there's, I've, I've got I've got tons of plans. I've got this huge long list of things that I want to add. Um, so I'm I'm so we currently have a four levels in the school: beginner, advanced beginner, intermediate, and advanced intermediate. Um, and the advanced intermediate, I'm not entirely happy with. I think I think it, it stands as it is pretty well but I, I i want to redo it because i've got some new ideas for how i'd approach that that material and I, i'd like to introduce some other material earlier within that that context so that's something i'm very keen to to redo um i'm also keen on adding in uh, some kind of quick quick courses that that kind of give you a quick win on a specific thing um yeah. So one of them is going to be playing amplified and uh, learning about good microphone technique and and using mm-hmm. an amp and setting up an amp well and setting up effects well and how to practice that. Um, sign me up. <laughs> well, that one, once it's filmed, it'll be part of your your subscription, so you'll just you'll see it there. Um, and yeah, there, there's a whole bunch of things like that. I'm I'm still very keen to have other teachers involved for styles that I'm not very confident in playing because um, I, I, I'm a very kind of general blues player and uh, you know I, I, I can teach a bit of country blues but not not enough to go very very deep so I can do an introduction mm. I'd really like to get someone doing some kind of country blues stuff and some more of the melodic playing which is another area that I don't play a lot of um, nice. and uh, yeah there, there are going to be some kind of chromatic lessons for blues players as well uh in the future because that's something that i'm working on a lot uh myself um so yeah there, there are always new ideas for things i want to add uh it's just finding right. finding the time to film everything 
Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, I have another question. Okay. How do I when I'm ready to get to the next level? So currently I'm in the beginner course, uh -huh. um, but I, I see occasionally you put out an announcement that somebody's progressed to the next level. Um, how do you make that decision? How does that happen? So when you get to the end of, of, a, of a level, the final uh, practice guide module is actually a test piece that you have to learn and submit. And the test piece is something that has been fiendishly devised by me to be as upsetting and painful as possible uh, for the level that you're, you're currently at. And so basically it kind of tests you on everything that you should have accomplished by the end of that uh, level. Um, so people will submit those and then generally they'll have to resubmit a couple of times before I, I say that it's okay to move on. Um, I, I'm aware that a lot of people don't bother submitting and they just forge ahead without checking whether I think it's okay. That's absolutely the, absolutely their prerogative. But if you want to know that I, I think you're ready to go to the next level, that's the thing to do. Um, and that's actually something that I'm looking at adding into the school in the future is uh, more regular quizzing to for you to be able to check what you should have achieved before you go to the next level. Hmm. So uh, with the um, submissions that we do uh, post to the forum, um, what are you really looking for there? Do you, do you want the submissions when I think it's as good as I can get it or is it just about putting where I'm at this current point in time, even though I know it's not as good as it's going to be. Do you want to, to hear I, this? This is a question I hear a lot. And, and I, I think, well, I, I'll tell you a story about a student I had years ago, which will hopefully answer this question. So th this guy came, it was actually a guitar student, and he came in um, for his first lesson and I asked him to play something for me, as, as you would in a first lesson. And he played this incredibly complex finger style piece and I was utterly blown away. And any teachers out there will will recognize this this fear of, oh no, this student has rocked up and they're better than I am. How do I keep them interested? Um, and then I, I started trying to teach him things at that level. And I realized that he just learned this one thing very, very, very well. And everything else was, was very basic in his playing. Um, and basically, that you know to kind of answer your question with that that anecdote if it's really easy to practice one thing to a point where you get it really really good but that that's not necessarily indicative of your general playing level so i think mm -hmm. aiming to to uh submit more regularly rather than really really nailing you know what waiting until you've nailed something before you submit it is much better and then generally i can help you get better quicker if you do that. Because uh, I'll spy right. things that you maybe didn't notice that you'll just start practicing. And you, you can you know, you know can practice bad habits as well as good habits. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I think I wouldn't wait until things are perfect. I just get into the habit of posting regularly and be aware that if I give you feedback that something isn't perfect, you need to keep doing work on it rather than just say, oh, well, Tomlin said it was pretty good and ignore the things I said weren't good and just move on. <laughs> well, the information is important. You can't be nice all the time, I guess. Sometimes you've got to tell people what's going on. <laughs> well, you, you, you do the, the compliment sandwich. So uh, yeah. you, you, you start with a nice thing, then something less nice, and then finish with a nice thing. So that's generally what I do with my feedback. Um, I don't want to overwhelm people with 
lots of things they need to work on. Just one thing at a time is usually enough. Um, I do remember a bit of feedback you gave me that, that came with a, a bit of a warning before you fired it on me, all of the things that I needed to correct before moving on. Yeah. So uh, that was good. I think I'm working through it. The thing is, I mean, you you are still very fresh, and you're doing really well for for such a short period of time. So I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much. Um, that my biggest fear is that people take it too seriously. I've had quite a few mm -hmm. students drop out because they feel a lot of pressure, probably from me, but also from themselves, to be incredibly proficient very quickly. And that's that's just not the point. It's it's the joy and fun of of playing and learning um, on a longer time frame that's important. Yeah, I guess uh, sometimes you think. Well, for me with my four draw band, I thought I'd never be able to get it. Now I've got it, and it's easy. Um, that, that's what I try to remind myself when I can't get something that eventually I will be able to do it if I just keep at it. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's the attitude. Well, Peter, this has been absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to, to chat with me. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. It's been great talking to you, Tom. Have All a right. Good day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tomlin's Harmonica Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and review on your podcast player of choice. Join me next Monday for the next episode. Happy harping! <laughs>